Hello, welcome to Creating Space. Uh, I am Nixon. And I am Charlie. And together we are your hosts for the next few minutes, few moments. And we look forward to um, really diving into our own, own insights. So Charlie, what are we doing here? We are here just sharing everything that we've learned, everything that we're going to continue learning and just giving insight and knowledge to absolutely everything that we can share light on. 100% and we, um, we are humans and we relish the human experience and we're avid students of life and as we learn, we share. And this is what it's all about. It's all about creating space in our minds and in turn creating space in yours to fulfill your own empowerment. So yeah, we, we really look forward to to hearing what you have to say so please reach out to us on socials as well as share like and subscribe Um, but until then enjoy welcome back to creating space you're here with nixon and you're here with charlie how are you charlie look i'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) (laughs) cool cool uh i am right my personal life is just wild isn't it um, yeah, we were speaking about it before. And now yeah. sort of like, um, I'm laughing. I've got a smile on my face because it's sort of like this sort of <laughs> Life is rough sometimes, don't you reckon? Sometimes, yeah. I think, um, yeah, definitely in the last two weeks, I've been in a bit of a funk too. New changes happening, new obstacles financially. kind of interrupted my training. Uh, got really judgy with myself, which kind of made me kind of distracted me from what was adding value to my life which was the training element so you know wasn't able to train where I was training and then um you know so now made plans but it's more about it's been harder to get up in the in the morning so it's early in the morning so it's um had a point today where I was like stop judging yourself you know you, you're doing what you can there's a lot of changes like i started a new job my partner started a new job there's a lot of things going on our plate is full yeah your last two weeks have been um pretty hectic i felt it yeah a little of disconnect that we've had a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. A little distance we've had but yeah by a circumstance but that's fine i found that when for me when i'm in those positions of stress i just kind of I isolate myself mm, same I, yeah, so I like I like isolate myself and disconnect, and I'm not sure where it comes to. Like it, it probably goes in hand with, and we won't go into it yet. But it's our, our, like the self sabotage thing. Yep, is like I guess the not feeling enough to be in that circle. Like I think we all have that thing of like, oh, I just don't feel like I don't want to bring that person's energy down or that kind of thing so yeah and I find that in, with my circumstances right now it's like I'm trying to avoid feeling pain mm. and I'm, all I'm doing is actually really <laughs> amplifying it <laughs> yeah no it's funny it's like and then you get like say through our studies and, and certain things like even like that's another thing like I haven't had time to study and then you beat yourself up about it and you're like almost like you piece of shit what are you doing like you're you wasting know? time time's getting away yeah and it's like you just create this like again with your thought you just create this like little little hamster wheel in your mind this just goes over and over again so yeah upright trust me i feel you but everywhere else where i do have control in my life is actually pretty fucking good mm. i'm not gonna say that's not um fitness is on point health is like tra- uh, nutrition is on point uh my creative brain yeah 
is still creating. So um, considering the, the my personal circumstance, yeah, everything else and every other aspect in my life is actually pretty um, bliss. Yeah, so I, try, so I try and stay there. Yeah, no, and, and I <laughs> that's think where that, I isolate myself. I, and I think it's too when you you, where you focus on these things that, um, and I was I, I kind of talked to it talked about it with my partner Faye is like we just focus on these things that we're not happy about and it's, it kind of distracts us from being able to see what we're grateful for mm. and showing throwing power into that it's like the more effort that you put into feeling like crap the more you're going to feel like crap which in by your own design if you put more energy into like oh what am I grateful for you empower that and you you, you kind of water that seed um, for a better life that you want and we just get distracted we get lost every now and then and yeah. that's probably where I'm, I've been in the last two weeks and I'm glad um, I've been having a lot of those moments of sitting down and having to f- put myself into those gratitude practices and be grateful for everything that I do have outside of those circumstances that I do have in my life so yeah lot to be grateful for Penny got the win last night a big win too yeah I'm like <laughs> it was like they played really good didn't they yeah they did I was like I was really 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 happy um, when I heard that um, um, Ivan wasn't going to be showing up again for obviously because of things that he can't control with his with his it was a knee infection mm. gout in the knee <laughs> <laughs> he's got glass knee <laughs> but yeah no it's um, it was cool the boy showed up and I was um yeah, I really enjoyed that. So amazing. Yeah, uh, what I you know what you know what reminds me of that we're old men. Yeah, I was like that game is so late. <laughs> yeah, so I'm thinking about. Uh, I'm like, if I watch this and watch it out there, then by the time I get home, I'm like, ooh, it's only six hours sleep. I want to wake up and run on a month on Sunday. I'm like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why couldn't they just play the the first game in the afternoon? That would have been amazing. <laughs> other than that, other than that's good. Well. That's what you do when you have a quality team. They need to be the star of the night. Mm, that's right, and it's um, it's cool. We've got a good week planned up. We've got gone to a little bit of a three day seminar. I know it sounds. It's, it's actually. I'm worried, not worried, but I know it's going to be intense. Yeah, no, it's going to be intense. Um, to be honest, I'm a bit worried. Like, what do I wear? You know, <laughs> I was thinking that this morning because um, I only got like sportswear and stuff, and I'm like, do I become semi business or do yeah. I semi casual or do I just dress how I like to dress? Just, just to let the, your listeners know that we, um, Cohen Ray, someone that we follow and we, um, we admire as well as uh, and have a lot of respect for him. He's doing a um, nail and scale it three day seminar that he's done quite a few times over the years. Um, which is three days, uh, I think it's like eight till five for Monday, like, yeah, for the three days. It's pretty intense um, about marketing. So, so so all about us leveling up on our business standpoint uh, for f- future endeavors, which we've had a brief discussion of this morning. We're pretty excited for it to unfold. Yes. Stay tuned. It's, 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 yeah, stay tuned for that. That's our, <laughs> keep that, yeah, we'll keep that real tight. <laughs> All right, so that leads us into, we'll get into our topic today because our topic is sort of like, I think we still feel this to this, uh, we still allow ourselves to get into this stuff mm. to this very day. And I think, um, and this is more of a, we're learning through the, we're learning all about this stuff through the coaching stuff. And I feel like it's a real good, it's a real good learning point for people for us to shine some light and a perspective on um, this situation because this is, Everything kind of relates to this. You just don't put this word to it. Like we're talking about all this other stuff where I'm saying I'm trying to avoid pain, but I'm, I'm, I'm still um, immensely feeling the pain on top of it by trying to avoid it. Mm. 
So the topic of what we're about to dive into is self-sabotage. Yeah. We do this. This is normal. And we will, you'll be surprised. And I think even if you, when we say this topic out loud, you know, you've, you've known you've done it in many aspects or many areas in your life. And it applies to us. Like as we explain it, it's, it's applied to us of recent. Of recent. And I think it always does. And I think there's ways that you navigate through it and there's little things about it that you need it. We need to understand. So we know it, it, it happens. We're going to do it. These choices are going to come up. Yeah. All these limits are going to come up, but then we have a choice to, to be better or, um, or to grow or evolve. So what does self-sabotaging mean? Ego, it's pretty much us as individuals stuffing up our results on purpose. Yeah. Our life choices, making sure that we don't actually um, take a step forward because we're too scared of what might happen. Um, we allow ourselves, we allow the pressures of the world to sort of like, or our life experience to um, limit us from making these choices and making and moving forward. And it's funny because normally what happens is it's what what's really happening in this moment when we self-sabotage is that we're having our fear points are coming up. Our fear, our fear pain points are coming up. Mm. And during these fear pain points, is it's crazy what we do to ourselves in these moments. There could be two things that can happen. What normally tends to happen is we got the fear of failing. That stops us from even achieving anything because all we're thinking about is if what if we can't do it? or it seems too hard, or all these little little self-dialogues that we tell ourselves to not even take action. And then you've got this other crazy one where it's actually like the fear of success. What happens if everything does go right? I'm like, what are the expectations do I need to live up to? What are the sacrifices of time that I have to give up? What am I going to lose to be successful? Mm. And that's kind of crazy to me that we allow ourselves to do the successful part. We actually can psych ourselves out. So what we need to do is... Um, come into understanding what is happening and why it is why is it happening to us especially when you think oh fear of success like why would i want not to want to be successful mm. like what side of me kicks in and we got to come to realize there's this special part of our ego that kicks in and this is universal this is actually this is part of the human condition we all have this yeah this is something for us that is, um, if we want to take it back to why we developed it, the people the way people um, teach this is they say it's our ancient brain or they say it's our reptile our reptile part of our brain yeah where it's sort of like our our basic instinct as like almost animals yeah the fight flight freeze yes it is that and that's what they that's how they describe it in modern science now or yeah. psychology or um, science and health in general but this stuff predates to when we we're cavemen and like it was this this part of this ego that would be like cavemen they didn't really know much right yeah Sorry, cavemen's if I insulted you. <laughs> <laughs> but it would it'll determine if it was like, do I walk on the do I walk on the grass? Or actually no, let me use another analogy. It's pretty much like it's this point part of their brain that kicks in when they see a tiger sleeping. It's like, do I tiptoe around the tiger? Yeah. To not wake him up? Or do I walk really loud, wake up the tiger and possibly fight this tiger that I woke up? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's sort of like one of those two things. It's like, do I, do I pick the safe side? Yeah, because that's the that's that's what I know. That's that's that that's me avoiding danger. Or do I yeah. go the the loud side that might possibly be the quickest route to get around the tiger? Yeah, but I have to wake him up. 
but it also provides the biggest obstacle out of the two choices. But it provides it's the, it's the it's the quickest way to success. Yeah, but it allows the biggest obstacle to get there. So yeah, it's yeah, all like, yeah. what do I do? Or the other way around it is so like, I maybe I just take a ten day route just to avoid the tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I could have just worked him up and fought him and been there in yeah, twenty yeah. minutes. You know what I mean? That yeah. might be like I hope you understand that. I know. I get it. I get it. So. What happens in modern society now? Like we don't have tigers, we don't fight tigers. No. If you're fighting a tiger, um, send me your Instagram. Ad, yeah, <laughs> add me. Because <laughs> you are a cool mother ever. <laughs> uh, but what happens in modern society now is like, it's that part of the ego is our comfort side of ego. That's the that's the ego that that's the part of the ego that stays away from pain. That's the e- that's the part of the ego that eventually turns into the overthinker. And that overthinker turns into a procrastinator. It's the one that defends the things that don't serve you. It's that one. It's yeah. the one. It's the one that thinks new is dangerous. Yeah. And the unknown is too much to handle. Like yeah. the, the 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 possibility of the the idea of not knowing what's on the other side is too much to handle because yeah. all they know everything they know now. So it's like the the yeah but part of your brain is like oh yeah no i could um i could take that new job yeah but like i've been in this place for so long you know it's a guaranteed income it's all these other things yes you know these these things that you, you generate these these defensive arguments for staying in the same place that you're not happy with yeah so what what you just uh, what you just gave example of was that mindset yeah. So whatever happening, that part of the ego helps you reinforce that mindset, that level of thinking that Nixon just said. If you go back to what he just said, he's going that, oh, if I stay here, if I do that, it's like comfort, comfort, stay away from the new. The new is unknown. If we allow ourselves to be in that, that allow that part of the ego to kick in, it changes us into that mindset. And that mindset loves to overthink and prevent us and actually loves to create problems for us to not actually take steps. So it's a, it's a real thing that like... And even with us knowing it, it's like this programming that we have. It always creeps in. You're like, ah, you little bugger, you stuck in there. And that's what I mean that we all have this, this this part of our brain to think that, to think that we don't. Like we've all had that dialogue. Mm. They're like, oh, do I really want it, bud? Or is it okay? Or what are people gonna think? Or is it like Mm. you automatically you come up and create this dialogue of just of, of just, and that's just you worrying about not knowing how things will turn out from fear your fear is it going to go is it going to come back and blast you in the face or is it going to go your way yeah at the same time too how would you know if you don't know yeah so what is happening is like and this is where you need to come to realize this is problem-based thinking Mm. you stay here and you will never make moves forward Mm. so you need to understand i think the best way to do it and nick's i'm going to pass the microphone to nixon is to understand why we allow ourselves to fall into these patterns. Yeah. And you'll come to realize that and and it's there's three universal fears that come up. Yeah. And we can pick two of one of these things or all three of these things can be happening at the same time. But these are the reasons why we get our limits. And this is why we don't take these steps and we allow that little dialogue that kicks in because that is our human condition. That's natural. That's our instinct, that a reptile brain yeah. that loves to get triggered when we're facing or take about to take action or thinking about things that we don't know about yet. Yeah. And I find it funny because I found myself thinking about it over the last, probably last seven, seven or eight days is like we're problem. So like we, I used to put so much stock in being problem solving person, 
And I'm like, well, if you're a problem-solving person, you're also in, in, in turn a problem-seeking person because that part of your ego, that part of your brain, in order to validate its ability to, to solve a problem, it needs to seek a problem. Whereas I'm trying now to, to get to a point of opportunity-seeking. And that's that's where I'm at. Like it's like if I like problem solving and problem seeking, it's like, okay, cool, what's wrong with this situation that I can fix? As opposed to what's right with this situation or what's like what's an opportunity in the future that I can actually add value to. So obviously talking about things that, that hold us back. Um, three universal fears. Now, from my understanding at this point in time, these three fears uh, pretty much sum up everything in, in one way or another in that come from fear in your own life. Uh, fear of not being enough. This is a huge one. This is, a, this is very much a big one for me. Not, um, and for a lot of people that I've crossed paths with and have conversations about this, uh, there's also the fear of not belonging. Huge part, especially when I was younger. Um of of that not belonging and that being part of something um and fear of not being loved obviously this is a huge thing with that into the interpersonal relationships that you have it doesn't have to be um an intimate relationship or a romantic relationship it could be just a relationship of being with your peers so I want to just explain to you how, why these limit us are taking leaps um, as these yeah, they, they, these are how these are examples that I've observed in my own life. Um, like I said, the fear of not being enough is the mother of all fears in my life. Um, like when I find myself focused on the feeling of not being enough as a provider, it limits my ability to create opportunities leading to a better lifestyle for my family. So the fact of that I, if I beat myself up about not being able to provide, like I'm taking some 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 big leaps as far as letting go of security um, to a point of like earning six-figure salary and then um, and having that but not being happy I've making sacrifice momentary sacrifices right now for a big term gain where I can provide that lifestyle with that um, with that plus as far as financial financial gain, but I also have a lifestyle which I'm happy with what I'm doing, and I'm empowering others, and I'm making more of a difference, and I believe in what I'm doing for work. Now, I find myself feeling not being enough as a provider, which actually limits me it demotivates me to add the value to get to these goals or like to shop in the morning get up and train or um even for me i i have a, a programming of food for comfort so i'll be like oh i'm just gonna do this it's gonna make like i don't think that but my subconscious is like i might find myself looking in the fridge and looking at something like a chocolate or something like that and i'm like why why what am i doing it's like these these subconscious programming that I have. So this whole thing of not being enough has been a distraction to to, uh, to, to go to old frames of habit, um, old rituals that don't serve me. Um, I've also, as far as not being enough, I've observed um, others feeling not enough for an opportunity. 
and they defend that belief by finding reasons why they shouldn't pursue that opportunity. It's like they sell themselves out before they actually have a crack, robbing themselves of the space to find the reasons why they should. Um, and this is like fear of not being enough. Is This is why it's so huge. It's so huge for change. Like that fear of not being enough to maintain change and be maintain commitment and 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 motivation is um is a, is a big one it's a big one um there's also the fear of not not belonging this is something that i experienced in my early 20s you know fomo <laughs> you know there's um it's a big thing of like if you're not part of it you're not important you're not value your your value is in the belonging to a you know we are we have a clan mentality you know we're we're, we're humans are loving community now i observe people they just conform to what uh to what is socially accepted in a specific community um i've observed this in my you know in hospitality it happens all the time you know, you have a conversation with this person at the beginning of the night um, and like, oh, that's really nice and like that and then they'll do something in a group kind of thing, make a fool of themselves to some extent to in order to be socially accepted and sacrificing the beautiful quirks and values that make the person who they are. That comes from the fear of not belonging. Like, I think we've all, we've all done that. We've all kind of changed who we are to conform to a um to a social construct you know we found it you know we've had we've spoken in in past episodes that, um with cow you know how you socially like you don't talk about your feelings or how you're feeling because you want to socially conform to the hyper masculine environment that's around you like he was mentioning about in football and, and, and construction that that's an example of a, a fear of not belonging you know it, it kind of stops you even from expressing what it is that makes you human it, it it stops you from reaching out and asking for help or just having a conversation with someone that's more on a on an intimate level that serves the last one is um fear of not being loved here's a common script i've heard so many times with other people and even in my earlier relationships is like from partners saying, I need you to love me. Why don't you say me, say you love me all the time? Um, even like if you looked at friendships, it's like that person who always tries to call you and stuff and gets really upset and really cut if you don't answer that one phone call or don't reply within like 15 minutes of texting you know and what this is is it's 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 this is need for someone to love you is reflective of their own starvation of it and to be honest sorry to break it to anyone that feels like that, that has these does these things is but that's your shit it's no one else's shit that's yours like and I'm, I'm i'm sorry but it's asking someone to fill a gap that you've created because you don't love yourself enough, how is someone meant to fill that? They're guessing because you know, like that—that's your love that you don't give yourself, 
and to try and outsource it for someone else so you feel better, that is your shit. And it's also hard in a relationship to kind of have that conversation too because it's hard to... Because where do you come? Like you come from honesty and you want to come from compassion, but compassion isn't just all lovey-dovey. Compassion is... This is establishing boundaries. You know, compassion is, is a reciprocation of, of sharing those boundaries and be like, look, it's not my shit. Like this is... Like I, if I'm focusing all this energy on you in our interactions, I'm not having anything for me. Um, and it's all about giving yourself that love. If we all took the time to love ourselves a little bit more each week, the transaction relate transactional relationship of love would be beautiful, beautifully replaced by the the one of sharing experiences. If we all focused on our own shit. And loving ourselves rather th- rather than outsourcing it from other people, we'll be less distracted with what me me me, and we focus on more about being present in that current experience and situation, sharing that. And that would lead to the love that you were starving yourself of in the first place. But it wouldn't be filling a hole; it'll be adding value of more love. Um, <laughs> no more of that draining feeling of worrying of, of if that person is feeling loved or not. No more worrying if. I don't feel enough because I don't feel loved. So I'm going to get everything and I'm going to drain it from that other person. And it's a, it's, it's, it's a distraction. It's, it's this distraction of wanting someone to feel that love that you're not getting is as, as hard as, as a bit of a pill it is. It's to be honest, it's one of the most selfish, selfish, subconscious things we can ever do to another human robbing themselves of because what you're doing is you're robbing themselves of the ability if they're trying to fill this gap of loving you you're robbing them of the ability to love themselves <laughs> that's fucking it's true but like it's and I'm, I'm i'm look look at the looking at the fear and this is not to this this is a quite honest and 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 quite provocative these are the provocative things that I'm saying. It's not to make you feel bad. It's not to to say to judge you. It's because I do it still. There's still moments of that. It's just to make you aware that these things happen and why. And it is very much created by you. As much as it is created by you by your own design, it also allows you to be aware of it so you can create something more beautiful for yourself. I think that's why I laugh because <clears throat> it is it's truth that we need to hear. Yeah. But I still do this. Yeah, man. As, as, as selfless as I think I am sometimes, I'm very selfish in regards to especially in a romantic relationship. Oh man, they they they're emotional mental boot camp. Oh, like they're to me I'll, way. I'll Yeah, and I can't help but to take your focus on your life and whatever you need for yourself because mm. I want it all. Mm. I want it all because I think I'm more important. Yeah, and then that's when I come and realize those actions and those words and what I'm doing. I'm like, how rude am I mm. to take your life, your experience away from you mm. for my selfish need because I didn't know how to do it for myself. Understand? And that's where I had all my um, my realizations in regards to that side of me, how I am in those relationships. Yeah, where those limits are. Mm. 
and worst thing about it is it's crazy that it allows us to have this other side where it's avoiding pain creating pain yeah you know what i mean and it's funny like I mentioned, like we've mentioned this before, and we had the, like, this. Just wasn't even a point that we were going to discuss. But, <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> but if we looked at our the uh, as men, we've talked about being the fixer. Yeah. And this comes from the first one of not being enough. Our validation and our justification on this place on this earth as a man with our current programming is the reason why we tend to want to fix because that's where we see our value mm. without that it's like it's hard like where do we sit like we're not fixing something where this is where the social construct of of what it is to be a man comes into place because we fix we provide we do this we do that and it doesn't take that away what do we have and this is where I'm now delving into. Well, I have now been tapping into my more feminine attributes. So I have more empathy, more compassion. This is how I show up. It's not about you don't do this. It's more about I'm here. And trust me, like I had a conversation and I, my partner, I noticed that I wasn't showing up in the way where I was trying to fix it. And, you know, I felt, I saw the sadness in her eyes and, and then so I made a conscious decision just to not to say anything. And she was telling me about these things that she was going through and that and I didn't say anything. And then there was silence. And then I didn't say anything. And it killed me. And I was like, through that one exercise that I've never done in my life, I realized that it's I find my own selfish value in being able to fix someone else's problem. And that comes from a bit of programming as far as what it is to be a man. The fear of not being enough. Ah, uh, life. Yeah. Ah, manhood. No, <laughs> oh, we got it so hard, ladies. It's just, it's just so <laughs> annoying. Like we sorry, like we like we no, try no, not, no, no, no. We, we, try, we try not to be victims, but we're big babies. <laughs> we are big babies. And you guys <laughs> you, you guys know this. I think that's you a girls two, know I think this. I take accountability that you want to act like a victim is a bit of a struggle too. Yeah. But that's guilty for yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah. we can go all day. Um, so let's. That that got a bit that got a bit vulnerable, but yeah, no, love that. <laughs> love that. One day, guys, I'll share you some stuff on my. Phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blow your socks off. Yeah. Um, but how can we manage the side of our ego? So you have to you have to come to realize it's this this part of our ego that's um that's kicking in for us. Yeah. And it's that little survival instinct, the reptile instinct that wants to protect ourselves from feeling pain. Yeah. Or um, in that, what we what happens is, remember, we, that fear side kicks up, our fear alarm kicks up, and it goes ding, ding, ding. Something, something's about to happen. Are you sure? Right. So what we need to do is come to realize that this is going to be a part of us. It's not going anywhere. And we need to create a relationship with this. And you need to create a relationship with your ego in general because your ego isn't all bad. At the end of the day, your ego is your character that you represent to the world. What you stand for, what people see is your ego. So when you come to it, when we're doing all this work, we want people to see all the positives of our ego. That's why we're doing all this self-work. Mm. When you see us, you see us in a light that we see ourselves. But in order to do that, we need to do the work, get all that stuff down pat. 
So then we're no longer acting for a need for you to perceive us in a way that we want to feel. We feel this way. Mm. You see that that resonates and that shines because that's who we are in our core. So you need to create a relationship with this part of the ego and come to realize it's not going away. And at the end of the day, it's not actually a bad thing. If anything, it's a, it's a good thing too because it's here to let you know that you're about to make a move. You're about to make a change. It's here to challenge you. It's a, you got to look at it as a part of a resistance that we, it's like a life force, a resistance to, to see where we're at. Are we going to push and take steps and actions forward? Do we really mean what we say? And are we going to achieve the dreams that we want to dream of? So what we need to do in sort of in order to be able to get into this and take these steps forward is you need to start by raising your standards. Mm. And what I mean by raising your standards is like, what is, what do you need and what do you want to achieve in your life? What do you want to feel? How do you want to be? How do you want to be perceived? You know what I mean? Who are you? By you need to do this stuff by raising your threshold. You're raising your fear threshold. And we do this by taking action. We've got to push through resistance. We've got, to, we've got to push through the unknown. And we do this by sticking to our values every time we're facing with adversity. Mm. We need it. We, our value-based system, our standards, is what's going to predict how we're going to keep moving on in our journey. You know what yeah. I mean? So like when you come to crossroads or you come to tough times, you come back to your value system, you come back to what is important to you. What are you trying to achieve? Why did I start this journey? Why do I even want to take a step forward in this journey? Come back to your values because these, all these things about this next step, this next choice, this thing that is unknown to me mm. is, has all five things on my values. It is, this represents who I am in my life and where I want to be and what I want to achieve. So we need to, develop that value system that we speak about all the time. And then you got to come and realize action and repetition is key. Taking a step forward, taking a step forward, brick by brick, challenging, pushing through resistance is going to give you the strength. And you're going to come to realize by stepping into that area of the unknown is actually going to be a lot more easy than you think it is because you no longer, the hardest part is actually breaking through that fear cycle of thought telling you to don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And then when you do do it and you feel that how easy it was, you're like, huh, wow, I can probably keep on going. And we're going to get to the points where those, those conversations come again. Things get hard, life gets in the way. We're clearly expressing that. Mm. But what we're doing is we can use the podcast as a representation of we're here recording regardless. Yeah, That's one step forward to share knowledge and share information that we're learning and to reinforce that learning and to share it with other people. It's steps, always steps, steps or something bigger. When we say we've got plans in the future, it's, this podcast is actually one of the main reasons why we want to do these future plans. These are actions. These are steps forward. These are steps forward to the dream that me and Nixon want to achieve in the future. Yeah, we have our moments where we, we might come up and have the conversation, who are we to speak about these things when we're flawed human beings ourselves? Because we are flawed human beings, that's why we can speak about You know about what I mean? This. So that's why at the same time too, we, we see that in a different thing. We changed our way of thinking. Yeah. We're not problem thinkers now. We're solution thinking. So let's find a solution from with this flawed human being perspective. Mm. And let's use that as a tool to help other people in yeah. the same situation, same mindset. Find the opportunities. So we found, we found an opportunity. By us finding an opportunity, we turned our way of thinking, we turned our mindset into a solution-based mindset. Mm. And then the last thing that you could do in regards to all of this stuff is 
before you make a choice to end the dream or end what you're doing, exhaust every possibility out there. Make sure that you've done absolutely everything in your power and know that you've laid it all on the table yeah. before you say, hey, you know what? This doesn't align with me. Mm. But you exhausted absolutely every opportunity, every avenue, every turn. You turn on Google Maps. <laughs> like you've done it all. Mm. You've done everything. You've done everything in your power to know that this is not where you need to be. This, it can't be achieved. It can't be done because it, it goes against your values. Yeah. That might be the last indicator, but... You exhausted every opportunity, every end, and then you can make the choice and be like, this doesn't align with me anymore. Mm. But don't just do it because you had the conversation, what if? Come and realize you did, and then it didn't work. That's different. That's taking a step and coming to realize it wasn't for you. That's fine. That's taking action because that's another step to find what is going to be for you. Yeah. So there are some, there are some things and some things that you can think about in order to sort of manage that side. Like I said, build a relationship with it. Come to realize it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. It's going to be here. So what we need to do is learn how to get comfortable with it and realize when this comes up, it's because there's change. Yeah. Change triggers fear. Fear stops you from doing what you want to do. Yeah. So in order to do that, you need to take actions and get comfortable with the uncomfortable. So I hope you take some insight with that and that sort of helps you and sort of gives you perspective. But in the day, sort of like value system is the core of it all before making choices you if you can come to your value system at the start you'll know the left and rights you need to take for your life and you actually make less bad choices because even if there are bad choices if you pick them through your value system mm -hmm. all you come to realize is like that doesn't serve me where's the next road where's my left next and right and that's right. That, that's where you get to dissolve the whole label of bad it's just it's the it, everything's based on the right decision at the time. Mm. It's the right mind. It's that it's it, it, whether it's that's the best mindset for you that you hold on to at that point of time. That's what makes it. I don't think it's that decisions are that you make are are neither bad nor good. I think they're more about based on we we look at that as the decisions that we make, but we don't look at okay from where do those thought patterns come from to make that decision? And that's our mindset. Um, the, we're going to discuss, I'm talking to I spin a little bit more of a positive light on, on things. Um, and some take-homes in ways are like, okay, cool. We talked about, you know, the why, the what, you know, but how, you know, how are things? Um, things that you you can take home and, and you can slowly apply into your life. And how do I don't how don't I act in fear? One of these ones that I've I've discovered is move towards something, not away from something. If we move away from something, we act in fear, and we actually like where we're less likely to be focused on an outcome or a goal. If we're moving towards something, as far as for instance, if we were looking at, oh, I don't want to look like this anymore. Or I don't want to, um, I don't want to feel like this. You know, it's like that. If you, if I say, don't think of an elephant, you're going to think of an elephant. You know, so kind of freeing yourself from that that thought of of what I want to move away from, and flipping it and being like, cool, I want to, I want to be able to, you know 
to lift my own body weight. You know, I want, that's what I want to do. So it's a goal. It's like all these things that you want to achieve to like these sub goals. And so you're moving towards that to a feeling of, well, I feel stronger, I feel empowered rather than trying to avoid something that you're not. And you might do these things and like, oh, I don't like, I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel like that. But you might not actually achieve a goal that gives you that empowerment that that you need at that point in time. Um, and values aren't the de- destination; they're the the car you drive, they're the, sh- the the shoes that you put on in on the journey. They're not. You don't go to like you don't see values on the horizon. Like I'm going to get to those values. These are the momentum building and maintaining things that you you take on. So if you haven't thought about your values and what they are, um, just an example, um, if you don't know where to start. So one of my values is to to be in service to others um, in a compassionate way. Um, So this means for me that my values are like I want to be, be able to be without judgment help help others you know without judging whether they're in the wrong wrong situation or where they're at is compassionately means that i am listening i'm not just trying to take their problems as mine um i am adding value in a way that i am a person that they can come to or they can share share things with and rather than me making assumptions I can better serve that person because I have listened to that person compassionately. Um, look, daily practice of celebrating gratitude, sometimes it's hard. But even if you can show gratitude for one thing, it creates a little bit more space for for um, to be in gratitude for other things. If you're always focused on the things that you're not grateful for, this thing's going wrong, that thing's going wrong, oh, fuck this. That If you focus on that, we've all been there like how much do you turn into such a miserable person so daily practices of celebrating gratitude um it doesn't matter you don't have to you don't have to journal you know you i don't have time to journal like well i do understand that we all have different busy lives but we all drive in the car or we all have a little bit of moment time we all have a shower you know you can show gratitude out there it's like you know, I would recommend saying it out loud. I talk to myself in the car all the time. Um, and show, show gratitude for yourself. You know, I, I, I feel gratitude for the last two weeks because it's given me some, a little bit of pain and stuff, but I've been able to, I'm grateful for myself now for realizing those things that going through those pain, those pain points. Um, of how I was self-sabotaging and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to share my experiences right now. Um, Wake up earlier. Do something that adds value to your health. I don't expect you to to follow the same um, same journey as 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 Charlie and myself like we wake up at are you waking up at four four in the morning? Yeah yeah waking up four in the morning look to be honest lately I've been self-sabotaging and I haven't been I haven't been as as um as onto it but i don't judge myself for it because there's been things going on but if i continue to let it happen then that's something that i have to really check myself in but waking up four four in the morning that's what i do so that way you know i'm at the gym at 4 30 and get everything i need done now 
you could do meditation, whether it be for 15 minutes, something for yourself in the morning. You could do breath work in the morning. Do something, doing something right now and thinking it's too hard and not doing anything. That's, um, that's a better place to be in as far as doing something right now as opposed to making assumptions of what your actual capabilities are and limiting yourself in the morning. So you wake up early, do something for yourself, you're filling up your cup. You uh, start off your day not self-sabotaging, showing up for yourself and empowering yourself straight away. Do Give yourself 15 minutes to start off with. Yeah, you're pretty much setting up yourself to be who you want to be for the day. How you act, how, how you show up for yourself every morning is, dictates how you feel for, for the whole entire week. That's, I, I've, I've noticed it. You know, when I started dipping off and not, you know, not waking up or pressing snooze and stuff and I'm like, I felt shit for, for the week. Um, boundary setting with people. You're always around with honest and compassionate conversation. In relationships, you don't have to be the every everything for that person. You don't have to be the everything for everyone. You, it's 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 unrealistic to expect that of anyone. Um, and also set bound like set boundaries for yourself if you're in a situation that you don't feel comfortable with as far as like if you if someone's like complaining to you all the time and like you feel them like look i loved spending time with you when we are having where we're enjoying each other but also you kind of bring me down dude like you you kind of like drag me down a little bit let's just i'm gonna step away you know and it's not, I don't think it's rude to do that. I think it's like, I would love to be able, if you were to say, I would love to be able to be grateful for certain things and, and do that, those things and celebrate those things as opposed to the whole 80% of our relationship being about you bitching about someone else or bitching about a life experience. Um, that's one example, boundary setting. Um, it could be the thing of people that you outgrow, you know, you people that you've known for a very long time. You might find that they're not really aligning with you, so you set up a boundary in yourself, and you'd be like, "Well, I'm just not going to hang out with that person as much anymore." Um, momentum is your ally, so especially with when you're setting up, like say your morning rituals and stuff like that any momentum i'm getting trying to get to the point like we all brush our teeth in the morning you know or we should <laughs> um you know i'm trying to get if to the don't, don't <laughs> <laughs> um but if i'm trying to get to the point where all my rituals are just like brushing my teeth that's where momentum habit man habit yeah. habit building habit stacking habit making things just a, a lifestyle is going to be key momentum in that way yeah makes everything a lot easier because you're always doing the things that sort of just make progression. Yeah, 100%. And as I have, and this is coming from where I have been in the last two weeks, we fumble, we stumble. It's human. It's okay. Momentum is regained once we stop judging ourselves. It's how funny it is. Is like we, we judge ourselves. We make it so hard. We make assumptions of our own ability. And we sell ourselves short, which I have been and momentum stops 
and you all start going back to this is where yo-yo dieting yo-yo that whole yo-yo effect where you go up and down you try one thing and you stop judgment judgment's where it's at stop judging yourself all right you judge yourself and then you validate your own limiting beliefs and then that's when the spiral happens whereas you just observe it so observe your emotions and judgments so i don't know about you but sometimes i like to it's a bit confronting for me but it's i know it's very good for me to be by myself and just think about and, and just just really feel what's happening i'm like okay cool i think it's a form of meditation um and i think and i think about all those things it's not about all about you know unicorns flowers and rainbows it's it's everything that you feel so and then you observe it like oh hello judgment hello resentment hello envy by doing this you're able to identify and detach yourself in a particular way where it flows through so the more you understand your emotions and the more you're aware of them the more that you can shape them and in a way and it um to a point where they don't impact you as much that's what i found and they're my little takeaways for um how you choose yourself yeah thank you my bro that was (laughs) that was very deep and very um insightful but yeah like there's many ways you can do all this stuff so i think it's just pick those things i think my from nixon's um little list i'm like definitely sticking strong to your values is a big one yeah like daily practice of gratitude celebrating yourself finding any moment where you can especially i think when those times when you're in doubt i've been using it when i get into that because i'm telling you that little that little that little mate of judgment that we have is a a killer like if he he definitely strips your momentum away it does and it's very true what you said momentum is regained once that's gone and in order to do that we need to find ways to sort of accelerate ourselves into um understanding or be able to um, drop that form of judgment that we put upon ourselves so we can get back our momentum because you don't realize i re- i do realize how that actually takes me away from my my moment because mm. i'm living in all these past experiences that i'm creating judgment on back onto myself so i'm not even like if you want to take it in a different way technically i'm just saying today is what 10 30 a.m on a sunday mm. i'm living tuesday last week yeah because I'm thinking I'm, I'm creating judgment on myself for something that happened last week. I'm like, I'm not even, I'm, it's not even Sunday, 1030. It's Tuesday back in that moment. Mm. So I've lost momentum. I lost forward momentum because I've actually just jumped backwards. Yeah, um, It's funny, man, because like you hold on to these things. And if you looked at the physical analogy, you hold something in your hand. It's holding on. It's crass. It's in that like kind of fist like that. You hold on to it and you defend it. If you're able to let it go, it allows you for something else to come into your life. Yeah, and I think one of the best ways to do it really, really is really to do it is um, to observe and identify your emotion mm. and un- identify why you're creating this judgment on yourself. And you might have to take accountability, responsibility, yeah. or you might have to just come to realize it wasn't, it's not you. Mm. It's just someone's perception of you. Mm. But but that, 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 that celebrating yourself with gratitude is massive because it brings me back and reminds me of everything that I am great at and everything that I do um, do well and everything that it actually even reminds me people don't see it. The intent was actually this. Mm. 
So it, it brings me back to it brings me back into my moment and allows me not to um, be so hard on myself. Yeah, I think it was one of the biggest things. This um, one, this one's definitely been a heavier one. This episode, but <laughs> I do. You know what? I used to be, to be honest, I used to judge myself in a way and be like, "Oh no, it needs to be like." We've had conversations where it's like, "No, it needs to be, you know, it needs to be entertaining or it needs to be light and bright." But man, if this, if we're honest about the human experience and about it mate, there's going to be episodes where it's like this where it's deep and that because yeah. it, this stuff is like it's something that we're relevant in our lives right now yeah and i wasn't even thinking i was going to bring this up it just you just allowed the conversation to go here but um but yeah all these things that judgment that's me and i'll tell you personally for me my biggest thing my biggest fear is the fear of not belonging Mm. that judgment is me getting i uh, me creating these scenarios and stories of being judged and not being perceived the way i want to perceive be perceived mm. so i won't belong with the group or people or relationships that i need to be in or be seen in a way that i actually view myself yeah 100 so um but yeah like once you, if you can get to that or whatever that is whatever the emotions do come in they stop your momentum taking forward um stepping forward and that's where that fear inhibits us from taking action i am going to just just take a moment here and you just you just were an example of how to escape that fear by actually saying it out loud mm. and it's not even just <laughs> bro you taking just a big leap here is it's not not just to me because you've expressed it to me but you have now expressed it to so you know what i'll let the crowd know because i know this stuff I know yeah. this is the stuff that i'm ha- able to have conversations with myself about but just uh I've, i'm i'm telling you my stuff to let you know that we're not alone yeah you're not alone i feel this shit i hate that i feel i don't like that i feel this shit but we feel it and regardless and we're gonna and we're gonna feel this stuff so what we can do is figure out ourselves so we can make better choices so we feel this less yeah i believe that setting boundaries with people is super important as well yeah no 100 percent. and but everything that you said comes back to the boundaries that you got to set for yourself as well it's like it's not yeah. so much people that you you might not realize it's not people getting in your way it's you getting in your own way Understand. Like what boundaries are you going to set on yourself to not make this same mistake? I'm like, what's important to you? What's not important to you? How are you going to take this thing? And this is where I get passionate. And so sort of like, stop creating fucking bullshit for yourself. Yeah. It could be like the boundaries could be set. Like the role could be reversed is I'm going to set a boundary for myself where I don't seek love from someone to fill my own starvation of it. You know, that could be a boundary that you set for yourself. So it's not about just setting boundaries for other people. It's a it's a mirror. <laughs> yeah, and you got to set boundaries and, and at the same time too, I think one of the biggest things is that no one wants to accept that majority of the problem is us. Mm. It's like, it's not, <laughs> it's like, let me tell you this thing too. It's not actually the problem that's a problem. Mm. It's the way you think is the problem. Yeah. Work on that shit. <laughs> yeah, the way you think. You know what I mean? The way you think is the problem because everything has a solution. Mm. But the problem isn't a problem. It's only a problem because of the way you think. Mm. That's pretty That's pretty wild. That's deep. Yeah. So what we need to do, you need to turn into be a solution-based thinker. People are going to rock your boat. It's up to you if you capsize it. I know. You know what I mean? Situations are not going to go your way. Things aren't going to go people's way. Yeah. But at the same time too, it's only a problem on the way you think about it. Yeah. It might not be a problem. It might. That's what I mean. Like, it's a problem to me because I created judgment. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's I, that's my thinking. That's my do. That's my responsibility of that thought. Mm. I allowed myself to create that. Now that's created a sphere of not belonging. 
creating this next thing of making me in like not able to take actions forward. Yeah. Anyways, we can go all day, but you know what, man? I tell you what, this shit is sucks because it's 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 it it is part of our human condition. It does come up, and it comes it's up, hard, and, it, and it comes up in a very sad way. Mm. It comes up in a very sad way, and it's so like, and the worst thing about it, we take it out on ourselves for not taking actions, for not taking these steps, or not having what we wanted in our life because we weren't brave enough to actually take action. Yeah, be brave. Like get the courage to actually challenge yourself. Get the get the challenge. Uh, get the courage to actually take responsibility of yourself and your responsibility of your actions. Have the courage to be honest. And it's super hard. Yeah, and that's the honesty with yourself and honesty with other people. Is like like I think of it when I walked in today. I'm like, man, this is what I'm like. This is what I'm going through. Right? I haven't been. I could have come in and be like, yeah, man, I've been training. I've been really good with everything like that, and could have just just like, yeah, got an attaboy. You know, but man, I like I've fallen off. But I'm like, yeah, things are happening. A lot of things are happening as far as you know. There's life is life, you know. But at the moment, I'm in a transition phase, and it's and it's hard, you know. So I'm like, this is what I'm going through, you know. But it's been tough talking about. It's not just I did. I think that was the difference between me and say maybe other people is that I talked about it and I. Th- talked about how I felt about it. Not just complaining about the thing. I I, I, I said, yeah, man, this is like, I, fa- I fucked, like, not that I fucked up. I'm going to catch myself there with a the judgment. But the fact of I wasn't as optimal with this area, but I am doing this with doing something new and, and showing up for myself there. So something's kind of got to give. Yeah. I have that conversation with myself a lot. It's sort of like, the choices I made, everything that's happened, it's I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't do what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to think that I would have done it living in that experience. No, I wouldn't have had this growth. I wouldn't have this uh, I wouldn't have found this passion to share why us as humans limit ourselves through our experience. Mm. Because I've had enough. And I want to have these conversations to open up people and be like, I'm sure you've had enough. And there's ways to go about it. Mm. There's ways and there's things that we can do to break those limits and create new thresholds and rise up. Yeah. And that takes courage. And it's courage to own up your shit. Own yeah. Your shit. And um, listeners, look, this isn't, if you're listening to, to say our podcast or you've really focused on self-growth, there is no quick fixes. It's a lot of the mental side of it, uh, the emotional and the spiritual side of things is about unlearning a lot. And that is one of the hardest things are you going to have to do if you want to grow yourself um, because you become more aware of the things that weren't serving you and now you're faced with the fact that you're aware of it you can't kid yourself you can't you know you can't not be honest and now you need to actively try and reprogram yourself which means forgetting about the things that didn't serve you that you've become more aware of and learning new things and maintaining momentum. And you're going to fumble and stumble and you're going to avoid you're going to have to avoid some judgment, you're going to reflect. It's it's hard. But it is so rewarding, so gratifying because you are showing up in beautiful ways and you have to see things and see people in a brand new light um and the beauty of it. Um and it's worth it. It is worth it at the end of the day. You remember, it is hard. 
Yeah. Um, but if you're going to sit there and think that you're perfect or there's nothing to work on, I'm telling you, you're already limited there. Mm. Like to, to know that there's some things that we can be better at. Yeah. That's your first step of actually self-development. Yeah. Self-empowerment to know I can be better. Where are those areas where I'm wrong? Where yeah. are those areas where I'm weak? Yeah. And then that's where the hard part is. Those conversations there are the ones you don't want to admit because they're going to admit a lot of your insecurities. Yeah. All these areas that you judge yourself that we all try and deny and put in a closet and pretend like it doesn't exist. Yeah. It exists. Yeah. Own it. Work on it. Break through those limits. Be better. And yeah. you'll watch where the areas in your, in your life where you do shine, you yeah. will shine brighter. Yep. 100%. And that is where the empowerment comes from. And that's the exciting part. And we take a risk. We take a risk with this podcast. We took a risk of not belonging, you know, not fitting into a into a particular niche. We felt we fought the fear of not being enough, but we discovered that being ourselves was more than enough. And we took a risk in this podcast because, look, to be honest, these are hard conversations to have. We could get, you know, we could probably get five times as quick growth with with listeners by talking about other things or sugarcoating certain things or not talking about certain subjects and hiding and conforming to a social construct of what we can actually talk about in as far as what the human experience is but this is not what we want to do we are we are propelled and, and compelled by our own value system to actually provide a honesty as far as what we're going through and being examples of what we talk about. This is like, we are not at the top of a mountain telling you what you should be doing. We're in the dirt. We're with you. We're trying to show you what the actual truth of living in this world is about. Yeah. To think that it's all going to be all rainbow, stay in positivity and all, all that type of stuff. I'm like, no, like the only way you can generate and actually stay at that high, that high area or high frequency that you want to do it is by working in the dirt. Mm. Work in the dirt. And then you'll rise back up because you become almost dirtless. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and to say that you know, we, we live in earth, like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like live in positivity. Come on. That's all cool. But like, you're, you're, you're trying to fly with the angels and you're not here trying to live with the rest of the people. And that's more about the power of now, you know, that's one element of it. Say it's been, Eckhart told, like people have talked about it before, the power of now, but what has been missed is the power of how. You know, it's like, oh, good, yeah, be in the present and stuff like that. But I'm still facing these these things day to day. I don't live in an isolated commune where I don't have to face these things. I still have these this program that I'm dealing with. So give me the power of how. And this is where we're at now. Yeah, we're trying to give you the how as much as we can. Yeah. But anyways, that was... um. I feel a bit better from that. Too, yeah, right? no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just um, almost straight on to an hour there. So, guys, we are going to love you and leave you and um, be legendary. Um, be kind to yourself. Observe judgment and your emotions. Don't resist them. Accept them as far as what they are. Um, they're not, they, they are, they exist in you, but they are only a part of you if you accept them. And I would say, um, do what makes you happy and pick yourself. Yeah. That might be hard. Yeah. But your happiness means more than anything to you and you should own that. Yeah. So other than that, guys, have a lovely week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your life. Keep picking yourselves. Love you guys. Bye.